1: Guys who will hear your cries will tell you, yo, do you? You never have to worry, cause they'll always land an e Just send your questions to if I were you, what's taking of me? That's that La La Land shit, that's <laughs> that croony shit, <laughs> that's that jazzy. Up to date, up lounge on your fleet, room, lounge act. <laughs> Shit! Would you believe that that was written and recorded by a boyfriend and girlfriend from the UK? Yes, I would believe that. Well, I was lying. Whoa! <laughs> it was recorded by Elizabeth, husband and wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. Uh, ben and Hannah. Wrote a fraser esque ditty uh, from Surrey, UK. Please let me know for which episode you use it. I'm about 20 episodes behind at the present. Ooh. What the fuck is that? Delete the song. What? Delete it. <laughs> from what? <laughs> uh, the record. <laughs> There's no record. The public record? The public domain? <laughs> <laughs> you're very confident for the record and oh that's a good name for a podcast oh for the record yeah and it's like just people making stances about albums yeah it's a good name for a album label actually really yeah should we start a label or at the very least start calling Headgum a label instead of oh that's good so we'll call it an indie label yeah so somebody at a bar would be like... Like if you meet a, a cute girl at a bar and she's like, what do uh, you doing? Well, let's like, start from the top. Okay. Like I don't want to get to like that. Because yeah. like if I meet a cute girl at the bar, she's not going to say like, what are you doing? Yeah. No, She'd she'll be say, like... what do you do? And yeah. Jesus, you have low self-esteem. <laughs> 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 like I meet a cute girl at the bar and she's like, what are you doing here? Yeah, like why are you here? <laughs> you know I have a restraining, restraining order against you. And I'm like, I, oh, I actually do comedy. And then she says, oh, like stand-up? And I'd be like, actually, not like stand up, you wench. <laughs> I have a label. You've been maced many times <laughs> over before you say I have a label. And then when I say I have a label, she thinks that record label, uh, right? She thinks like cool record label, and then right. she, and then you're like, she's like, who did who who have you signed? And you're like, <laughs> uh, Dave Rosenberg. Yeah, and she's she, like, I don't know she, that artist. No, she, but she, nobody wants to be like, I don't know that, like. Well, you could just say the name of the shows, you know? You say, oh, yeah, we signed High and Mighty. And, and Twinovation. Like, yeah. Like, oh, that actually sounds pretty neat. Yeah, you should listen to it. They have this one 45-minute long. <laughs> no, 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 You don't, don't want to tip your track. <laughs> yes? About iced coffee. <laughs> That's pretty, yeah. Yeah, okay. But don't call it a 45-minute track. <laughs> Well, I would say you just call it a track. I would say listen to episode seventy-two. Don't say episode. let wow. Then they'll know it's a podcast. <laughs> Got it. Okay, I think. Ah, uh, all right. So I'll say I run a podcast network slash indie label. Indie. Don't say podcast. <laughs> <network>. <laughs> Forget it, man. How do I kiss them? <laughs> Mased again. Uh, hey, this is if I were you. The only advice podcast on the internet that's completely global, completely international. You're listening to it live. I'm Amir. I'm Jake. Not necessarily listening to it live, though. We're yeah. We're recording this a week before. That's so. true. No, I guess nobody's listening to it quote-unquote live. Except but. for me and you. Uh, we're supposed to be answering questions. Uh, people who will email us in rough places in their lives and sticky situations. They're in need of our guidance, our advice. This episode is no different. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> bing bong, bing bong. Bing. All right. What? Huh? <laughs> I don't know. Was making a Theme song. Uh, this up. Ep- this question is called penis malfunction. Oh, then it came to us from RoboCop. Why is that? Because he is like has malfunctions. Oh, like a robot wrote this. Yeah, ro- yeah. Or go, uh, um, Professor Gadget. Got it. Hello you fuckers. <laughs> My name is RoboCop. I'm from Germany, 24 years old, and I'm experiencing a penis malfunction. Like Amir, I make up the lack of sorry, like Amir, I make up the lack of good looks through jokes wow. and find myself surprisingly successful he but <laughs> when I think but when it goes down dirty lane, the following happens. First, sex. I come super fast. Bad. Second sex. I don't come at all and my erection is weak. Very bad. <laughs> I don't trust pharmaceuticals and have tried all sorts of natural aphrodisiacs like applying a hot sauce. Same results. I am living a life of pain. Please <laughs> help me. P.S. I have a porn addiction and I masturbate around thrice daily. Here I also have to apply a lot of force to get to work. You know what I'm saying? Love the show. Day one listener. Robocop. Okay. All right. Let's do it. I don't uh, appreciate the insult. The oh, saying I'm ugly at oh, the time. get top. <laughs> over it, dude. I mean, yeah, I guess he finds me funny, which is nice, but lack of good looks through jokes? He didn't say that you were ugly. He just said you lacked good looks. Oh. And you have looks. You oh, have a look. Oh, I see. It's not attractive. Yeah, it's not yeah, like... yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah. I was afraid that he was insulting me. No, <laughs> no, dude. Uh, he doesn't he talk like a Trump tweet? Yeah. Bad. Bad exclamation point. My erection is weak. Sad. <laughs> uh... I wonder if he's living a life of pain because he's jerking his dick raw and then pouring hot sauce on it. Yeah, I got hot sauce on my dick. That I would, uh, my it. dick up. I hear I also have to apply a lot of force. Yeah, why is he, why is he masturbating thrice daily if he has to apply so much force? Yeah, like, if, it should it's like be he that hard to come when you're masturbating. Uh, so, and he also, he's try he doesn't trust pharmaceuticals. But he's tried natural aphrodisiacs, like applying hot sauce. Right. So, so he doesn't trust medicine pills. I'd really hate something prescribed by a doctor. I, I, I want to go to Whole Foods and fuck a sriracha <laughs> bottle. <laughs> that would be ideal. I just don't know what's in these pills. But I do know what's in a bottle of Tabasco sauce that I just empty on my dick like somebody who likes hot sauce on their wiener schnitzel. Same results, he says. He's living a life of pain. Right, of course. Your dick is burning. That's painful. Uh, So as as licensed physicians, we can give you the following. Just general advice. Masturbate less. Yep. Smile more. Smile more. (laughs) Which means don't... What would hot sauce on your dick... How is that an aphrodisiac? I've never heard of it before. I don't know. It's supposed to be like some kind of like numbing agent or something, but it doesn't seem like it numbs anything. It's, it's Maybe it like rushes the blood to your dick because it's like there's 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 a, there's an emergency afoot. Permiso to Google right quick. Yeah. Um, I've just... never known of any food to turn me on as much as, you know, pictures and videos of the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really sure what the nat- what a natural aphrodisiac could be. Whether it's applying hot sauce or not, people say seafood or oysters is an aphrodisiac, but I mm-hmm. yeah, I find those quite disgusting. Also, as well. it doesn't seem like he's in the need of an aphrodisiac. He's in the need of like an like a, a get your dick hard remedy or something. Well, isn't that what an aphrodisiac is? It gets your dick hard. I th- uh, no, aphrodisiac is like when people want to have sex. I don't think it has to do with like. The aphrodisiac is more the mood, not the physical uh, hardness of your or wetness. Or you know. also, if anything, he does kind of need the opposite because he says he comes super fast and he masturbates too much. So you need to put something on your dick that makes you not turned on, which may might actually be the hot sauce. In retrospect, mm-hmm. is there anything on the internet about hot sauce in your dick? Just a pretty funny Yahoo answer thread where uh, the first question is: "Got hot sauce on my penis and it really <laughs> burns. What should I do?" So basically, I had Tabasco sauce with my dinner, and and some got on my hands. I washed them, thinking I got it all off. Then I masturbated. Okay, uh, and then the uh, that guy basically. that guy basically fucked a burrito i Uh, mean we can we can just go through the dog and pony show of a guys on my hands and i want no he fucked a burrito burrito. at the very least a quesadilla somebody responded just use lots of soap and water clean it with the cold water you will be okay i did that before (laughs) (laughs) trust me i was one to fuck not a burrito but a taco and it didn't come out very well hard shell hashtag hard shell uh, and uh, i don't it an, know if this will help but take a shower then find some cream and put it on after taking a shower it helped my boyfriend when i was going out with him cuz i did something i wish i did not but good luck jesus she must have done she the was a ghost burrito. pepper ghost pepper challenge and, and then blew him. Blew him. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the very least a burrito he was she was a burrito i think coming too fast is like it's not great but you can like over like Sex, as long as it's not something you're doing, like, just once. Like, you can get... Have sex once, come too fast, and then, like, get ready to go again, you know? Right. But... Well, you, so you're saying you'd rather come too fast than... Um, not at all. Not at all? Um, No. I'd probably... Because one is, like, cool. Like, sorry, babe. I couldn't cool. get it up. But it's, it's a lot cooler oh, than, well, no. oh, I came too fast. I would rather come too fast... Than not be able to get it up. Oh, oh, not not. There's a difference between not being able to get off and not being able to get it up. So, you'd rather. So, in order, the worst thing is I can't even get it up. Yeah. Like, I cannot even get an erection. No, like you were just like. Playing with my flaccid dick and where we both feel like failures. Okay, second one sh- one shame step below that. I came too fast. No, I think one shame step <laughs> below that is I didn't come. I would. I guess. Wait, I don't, this is, we're talking about the worst. Oh, sh- the oh worst. yeah, worst. Oh yeah, worst. So uh, one shame step above a one. Sh- yeah, one shame step above that because <laughs> you f- or no, I guess below because you feel less. No, let's just stick with going up. <laughs> okay, uh, is coming too early because then it, like you feel like a loser but somebody else can feel like a sense of an accomplishment because like, they oh, got you I'm, off super I'm quick sexy yeah and then then um, not being able to come because at least everybody gets to have sex and you don't necessarily get your release but at least it, it helps like you somebody, get their off. release or she got off yeah right ideally yes you ideally. never hear about females that come too fast Premature female ejaculation, right? It's just that's just like great. Well, I think it's <laughs> Cause that's a, not a woman an issue. guest on the show to talk about it, but I i think that, uh, the girls can have multiple orgasms during so it's sex. no big deal. Yeah, whether so like you can have one and then keep on going, guys, you sort of have one and then it's uh, you you've deflated that little balloon there. This is funny. An article from 2011 Premature orgasm affects women too Studies suggest And the picture is this um, Stock photo Of a guy apologizing to a woman At the end of the bed (laughs) (laughs) Like she cooked him dinner and he'd forgotten Men aren't the only ones who might find themselves Peeking too early in the sack According to a new study A small percentage of women also experience Premature orgasm Namaste. (laughs) (laughs) And if you're out there and you do do that, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you, too. Tweet at Amir. (laughs) DM me specifically. All right. Have we helped this guy out? Uh, Not really, but just masturbate less and don't worry so much. uh, If you come too early, just like... Say, you can, ooh, sorry, I got so turned on. Turn yeah. it into a positive. And then you can, like, go down on them or something until you get your dick hard again and then have sex. And I think that usually works maybe Maybe wait thing. longer between first and second because he says, I don't come at all and my erection is weak. It seems like it's just a matter of time. At a certain point, the second sex become first sex again. Mm. And you want to find the right middle ground right. where it still feels like second sex rather than the first sex of a different session. You're talking circles around me. I have no idea what that meant. But I. I like, I, let's say you have sex. That's the first sex. Then you wait six hours and you have sex again. Is oh. that the first sex again? Or is it second sex? I guess that's first sex again. Right. Four hours. Suddenly you're in the gray area. Move and that's where you want <laughs> <laughs> This is Absolutely you it. move on. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, ooh. This one is called Polyamorous. Puzzler, ooh, let's call her Polly Pocket because
0: that's her, that's
1: actually her yeah. real name. Really? Yeah, she's last it. name is fucking Pocket. Pocket. yeah, that's insane. <laughs> that's a cute last name for somebody. Hi, I'm James Pocket. Jane Pocket. Jane Pocket. If you don't pay attention in class, I'll I'll start to hit you with a ruler, Miss Pocket. That's illegal. Is it? That's now? absolutely illegal, teacher. <laughs> Especially because you're a 34-year-old Jew <laughs> speaking like Mrs. Doubtfire for some reason. <laughs> all right. You're a cross-dresser middle school teacher. <laughs> oh, no. Polly Pocket writes, first of all, love your show. Been listening for years. First time writing in. I'm in a happily polyamorous relationship. And a few weeks ago, I met my boyfriend's other partner, and we really hit it off. It was like our boyfriend wasn't even there as we swapped stories and laughed. And she even opened up to me about her past. I was super into her, and she seemed super into me. After meeting her, I brought up hooking up with her to my boyfriend, and he was down. Yeah. Things were looking great. But about a week later, I ended up dumping my boyfriend for completely unrelated reasons. It ended amicably, but he was pretty crushed. So here's my question. Can I still seize the cheese with my ex-boyfriend's girlfriend if she's down? <laughs> or would that put too much salt on the wound and be too cruel? Feel free to mock me mercilessly for my Escher-level puzzle of a life love life, but I'd really like to know what you think. If it helps, I'm a 24-year-old woman. Great. It does help me picture you as the hottest girl ever. She's so hot. Anybody in a polyamorous relationship must be hot. Yep. Um, so, girl... Is in a polyamorous relationship, wants to fuck the guy's girl, other girl. Yeah, I definitely understand why this guy is super upset that he got dumped because he was like having threesomes with two hot girls. Or at the very least, hot in your mind. Yeah, my which brain. is good enough for in you. In my brain, if they're as hot as they are in my brain, oh my God. <laughs> oh, yeah, you are. Co- oh, yep. Tabasco sauce. Yeah. Holy shit, yeah. it is a natural actually. actually Cholula. <laughs> What's the one with the lady on the label? I believe that's the Cholula. Very good. (laughs) It's not Tapatio. That's a man in a sombrero, I believe. (laughs) There's only three things it can be. It's a woman doing some sort of chore, Mm -hmm. a man in a sombrero, or a chili pepper. Uh, Yeah, sriracha, isn't it a chicken? Oh, yeah. Why is that? I don't know. (laughs) Because it tastes great on chicken. So is it mean? Is it mean? To hook up with your uh, ex-boyfriend's current girlfriend. That's what the dude signed up for with the polyamory thing. Yeah, I feel like once polyamory is involved, all bets are off. Well, anybody can t- do whatever. Yeah, you are not allowed to be like into polyamory, but be like, well, and and then also be possessive of anything. Yeah, that's the whole fucking point. It's and like you've got to have a threesome by having this like free will and free love lifestyle. I don't know if he did get to have it because she broke up with him before oh, I, that situation. They didn't have it. No, I, no. I really don't blame him for being fucking devastated because it's like. Oh, yeah, I'm down to have a threesome, and then she breaks up with you, and then she's like, actually, I'm just going to fuck her without you. Yeah, that's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes you fly too close to the sun. I don't think that—I I think he might be mad at you. Do I think he can be mad at you or should be mad at you? It's hard to be polyamorous and also mad. Because it seems like you're just a carefree kind of dude. Yeah. It's like, how could you do this to me? I was fucking everybody and anything in my group, and you ruined that by doing that too. To, to me, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, I guess you can be like, you're not part of the group, so you don't get to do that. Yeah, the thing I still don't understand about polyamory is like, why would you complicate it and have like three girlfriends that you're not allowed to fuck outside that gr- it should be about just like everyone can love everybody. Right. Polyamory for the world, not for this closed unit of six people. Yeah. Like that's even worse than just having a, a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Then you have to have th- like s- several girlfriends you have to worry about. Yeah. And then do you have to divide up the amount of worry that you have? Like, do you go on dates with three at the same time, or do you have to schedule them out over the course of a week? We should really have somebody that's in a polyamorous situation on the show, because I have, I've got concerns. Yeah. (laughs) Like, my, I guess my biggest question is, can it, like, much like veganism, can it last forever? Uh, Like, can you be polyamorous in this group for always? Or is it just just like, you go through years of doing it, and then you have to, like, settle down and start eating eggs again. Yeah, it seems... I bet it's it's pretty rare. It seems pretty rare that it's like a, a, a true success through and through. Right, like you never hear like, oh, my parents or my grandparents are in a polyamorous relationship. Yeah. yeah, well, I have six I have six grandparents. Yeah, they they're all, sort all of, live together. They're all sucking and fucking back there. It's so hot. <laughs> my grandma, stop turning me on. <laughs> Cry. <Christ. laughs> oh my God, you're all fucking doing each other. I can't eat my fucking syrup without getting hard, Dad. <laughs> dad. You said it was grandma on. before. My dad that's... and my grandparents are all just blowing each other, that's... and I can't well, help it. That's but not polyamory. That's hot. incest. That's what? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of cereal are you eating? I'm having a cornflake. It's the size of a <laughs> fucking <one>. baseball mitt. <laughs> what the fuck is this? I'm. Coming and eating a sheet of fucking corn. And it's all my great aunt's fault. Because <laughs> She's blowing my cousin. I don't know what to do or think Christ about it. Crystal <laughs> There's not even milk in this bowl. It's just literally a deep fried sheet of notebook paper. <laughs> and then it's not cereal. What? It's not cereal and your parents molest you. <laughs> oh, I'm laughing because it hurts. Or there is some sort of gas leak in here. I mean, Cries, uh, <laughs> cries. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. I forgot what the question was. <laughs> 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 go uh, for it whatever it is whatever your situation go, go for, for it. it how do you start a polyamory does it take three or can i be like find a girl who's down to add more i feel like we have we talked about this on the show how i was in a polyamorous relationship but you were recruited late in the game i don't I was, know i want to know how it started right i i mean i think it starts with two people who are down to be open who are like want to have threesomes who want to have like sort of an open relationship okay and then those two people get a like, crush on somebody and they're like, we should all just like, we should all be together. You right. Know? Like your threesome turns into brunch the next day and yeah. then, like uh, an afternoon romp. That's nice. And then you're like, oh, well, why don't you stay over and watch a movie? And like, hey, maybe we're just like a fucking trio here. <laughs> and then like with that trio, she's got a crush on somebody else and then she's like, oh, can I like tell my friend that like we should all, you know? Yeah. And it just like expands. I think that's the way it works. And then there's also like, aren't there like polyamorous mixers and stuff like where people who believe in that kind of thing like they they go to the same parties they hang out with the same people yeah oh this person's in an open relationship i know this person's in a polyamorous relationship we're all fucking (laughs) isn't it funny to imagine like you think there could be a polyamorous relationship where everyone's just like instead of free-spirited they're all just like very logical and practical like me so like, or would it just have to be me not fitting well into a very spiritual polyamorous quartet? Yeah, I don't know if there's a lot of logical polyamorous people or like yeah, it's people that like risk don't, don't really yeah, they don't really think people. about consequences. It seems like there's well, not also, a lot at of the same neurotic. Time, I could see you like being into it because it's like low commitment, low stress. <laughs> well, I, I guess I my personal belief is that it's not really low commitment. It's like high commitment to several people instead of one. Right. So that's why it's a little... It's not good. It's just hard to be in a neurotic, polyamorous relationship. I think so many relationships do... Like, the thing that undoes so many polyamorous relationships is when people, like, catch real feelings for people and everybody's a little bit possessive. You but know? don't you think they they would consider themselves as having real feelings, or this is uh, more of a non-real feel. Like, can't you see, I like, I love you, I love you. Like, isn't that part of the polyamorous I guess, I guess this is probably the thing that a lot of people deal with, is, like, sometimes you're, you th- you're you like, oh, I, I care about this person, but it's like, I like my freedom and I like being able to hook up with other people. And then, there, and, like, but I bet there's also some people who believe so much in the philosophy that they're like, the best thing I can do. Like, I love this person so much and I want them to have orgasms for many people. That's what I believe. <laughs> yeah. I, but I feel like those people are few and far between. <laughs> it's hard to find. Yeah. It's hard to find those people. Especially if, like, if it's one out of a thousand and five of them are already in a relationship. Yeah, that's true. They're all like clumped together in these polyamorous circles. Yeah, it, it just generally to me feels like a little opportunistic because it's like, oh, I can have threesomes and fuck other people. That's perfect. I wonder if there's a hierarchy within like there's one guy that's fucking everybody. And then like there's somebody at the bottom of the totem pole that's not really getting that same situation. Like yeah. it's not communism. There, I, there was some like radio show that i heard about the oneida commune in upstate new york that like sort of dealt with there was like free loving and everybody could fuck everybody but there was like (laughs) kind of a couple uggos (laughs) on the fridge there were some people that didn't get to fuck everybody (laughs) and it was just like their wives that they brought to the commune getting fucked right because it's like does everybody have to be the same level of hotness like can it be a polyamorous circle with one hot guy and four uglies I mean, I. Or what if four hotties and a single ugly are they still fucking each other as much as possible? This is really something that we should explore, actually. Yeah. We should film a documentary on us going to Burning <laughs> Man. <laughs> <laughs> Just talking to people. How does it work? We're getting fucked. Uh, all right. Let's take a break. Let's thank some peeps. We'll come back. We'll answer some more cues. Toda. Right after yous. Good night. Adios. Good fight. You'll.
0: You'll. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A com. Use code headgum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show.
1: Indeed. Indeed.
0: Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website.
1: Couldn't agree more, bud.
0: That's it.
1: Fitness, it's
0: nah. A, it's an anti-movement, really. Oh, it's a that's non-movement good. That's movement. A, is anti-movement
1: yeah. one? Anti-movement uh, seems I'll like it should I'll have to be. check
0: it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti-movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that
1: one. okay. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness, more of a fitness, nah. Fitness, nah. com. Play. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a yeah. fitness, nah thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace.
1: We have returned. What's up? Whether you
0: like it or not, we
1: are back and we are better than ever. Speaking of back, your back is back. My back is back. My back was hurt. Now I'm feeling good. Uh, since recording the last episode, I got stitches from a gym accident. We're dying. Every episode Swiftly. is a, n- a new injury to 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 complain about. I dropped a weight, and then my pinky kind of exploded open. Yeah, like I had you were to popping your pinky like a zit. Uh huh. Like <laughs> and I had to go to the the hospital, and somebody stitched me up. How many stitches did you get? Four stitches. Four stitches. Four stitches. That sort of. Sort of uh, zip my skin together like a jacket. And you get them off on Friday? Yeah, my father can take them off. He's a gynecologist, so he deals with stitches occasionally. And he has a kit that will allow him to sort of take the stitches out of my pinky. A kit that he usually uses to take the stitches out of vaginas? Yeah, if necessary. Uh, he can. Does he he clean those tools or just throw them away when he's done? I believe it's a uh, one-and-done type kit, but... If it's at home, maybe it's just wash them up, throw away, put them up, put the di- put the put the vagina tools in the in the dishwasher. Yeah, just let it out. a deep soak in a hot tub. Take them out, wash them up, throw it down, stink it up, and it's good to go. <laughs> huh. um, and your <laughs> your pinky is amputated. It is golf. Yes, <laughs> it was dangling off when I got there. And they said if I act quickly, they could probably save it. And I ended up having to take a pretty long shit <laughs> by the time that I got was refreshing out. refreshing <laughs> Instagram for a bit. I wanted to see if anyone had viewed my story. Turns out they have What a <laughs> slap in the fucking face. Fair. Uh, we're coming to Austin as part of the HeadGum Live podcast festival. That's what's up. That's what's up. It's not just us. It's, we're performing with Black Men Can't Jump. Twinovation, uh, high and mighty, high and mighty. This is why you're single. That's right. Complete guide to everything. Who weekly? weekly. Uh, and we're a bunch of other people and friends are going to be there uh, Saturday, March 11th, in Austin. I think it's worth driving to from Houston. Yeah. I and think Dallas and Dallas, so if you're in the Dallas, Houston, Fuckin Austin, Childress, really, <laughs> Goodnight Texas, there's a I triangle see you all there <laughs> in Texas. That if you live within, it's going to be a very very fun way to spend a Saturday because it's also part of the festival. So you're going to have a lot of great things to see uh, and funny shows to watch, and we're going to be there just eating, drinking, joking. Laughing. I'll be chilling throughout every show, actually. Taking pics with anybody that taking wants pics, to take a pills. You know what I'm saying? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Advil? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> vitamin D. leave. What's that? I'll leave. That's really nice. I'll leave. <laughs> what i'm saying. <laughs> and to, to go get the Mali. And the I hate that, me too. <laughs> uh we're also coming back to Australia. It's funny. We're going to be in Austin on Saturday and we have a show in Australia 5 days after that. That's fucking tight. Our show in Melbourne is on March 16th. Our show in Sydney is on March 18th. We're doing just two shows in Australia. Last Boston time we did Australia. five. Last time we did five, we sold out Melbourne and Sydney. This time we're only doing two. Uh, so we're getting some people traveling in. Tickets will be sold out. Shows are moving quickly, so buy the tickets as soon as possible. Please, I th- please, please, I don't know if it's first come, first serve, you can actually buy better tickets now. I don't know either. I, they're, I think they do some kind of like VIP tickets too. Yeah, there's some incentive to snatching them fast. So don't delay, bye today. And then we're also going to Denver and Tempe. We're going to have an East Coast run in May. We have a busy couple months. Uh, for all of our dates, check out jakeandamir.com or if I you, um, What else, um What else about us that I haven't even mentioned yet? Um, you're you're working out. You're in your second month. Straight. Of course, that's good. I'm growing a beard. I oh, yeah. have a longer beard than usual. At my behest. Yeah, you're sort of forcing me to grow a beard. You know what I'm getting now is like when I play with it, I'm getting like beard dandruff. Oh yeah, that'll happen. Is that from the hair? Or is that from the skin underneath the hair? That's the skin underneath the hair. You think that's fair to me to have that? Well, I think what you need to do is uh, get some some beard oil. See, this is what I didn't want to get into. Now I'm like part of this whole beard culture world. I don't need the oils. I don't want the moisturizers. The you already used my beard comb. That's what I'm worried about. It's a slippery slope and pretty soon you I You need the oils. <laughs> I really think at the very least you it's need gonna the oils. It's going to make your beard nice and healthy. But isn't is the oils for my face or for the hair? A little bit of both, buddy. I don't want to put oil in my in my skin. I mean, you can't see the, the beard dandruff anyway. So it's like well, sometimes if I wear a dark shirt and I play with my hair, the, you can see it on my shirt. Oh, well, then you really need the oils. And then the oils do
0: what? What do the fucking oils do they that I have to get the fucking
1: oil? Oh, that actually makes sense, actually. <laughs> Jesus, I don't know why I snapped. I'm so pissed. I think it was a beard thing. Yeah. (laughs) And I don't know why it caused that. Yeah. No, Uh, that wasn't (laughs) fine. That was not cool. That wasn't good to have it. Uh, Yeah. Any other things we can do before we get back to the questions? Uh, You can give a shout out to anyone, actually. Really? Yeah, I think we should institute a new segment. All right, give a shout out. Yeah, or like shout um, someone out. All right, shout out to my sister uh, Rachel. That's it. Yeah, shout out. Just like a little personal shout out. Yeah, like what's up? You said I could do that. So I took... <laughs> oh, you're making me feel weird about it now. <laughs> I was hoping what it would be Doesn't like. What? Who did you want me to shout out? You? Are you serious? Who else? Your fucking sister. You, we've been co-hosting the fucking show. I know. But... All this in, uh, for hundreds of episodes. You've been t- we've been talking to each other for an hour. I know, but and you And then never, you want to, You, sorry, so you want me out. with my shout out to shout out you. Nobody shouts me out. Why would they shout me out? Because so you're I'll the host s- of the show. They don't have to shout you out. Not on this show, but like in general, nobody's ever shouted me out, so I was That's giving not you an People shout you out all the time. They do they do say nice things about me, but they never say shout out too. Do you, if if you want, I'll give you a second shout out. You can be to anybody. Who do you want to give a second shout out to? Shout out to fucking Whitney. What are you saying? Our employee Whitney. Okay, three shout outs. Marty. What the fuck is happening? How many shout-outs do you have to have before you start shouting me out? Mike Carnell, (laughs) Nick Rad, (laughs) Jeffy and Davey. Sure. Laura Lane, Angela Spira. (laughs) And Amir Blumenfeld. I did Oh my God. (laughs) Me of all people. A shout-out. Yeah, you, Amir. My coolest dude. (laughs) I don't sound like that, do I? (laughs) Thank you for the shout. out. I do appreciate it. Shout out, man. Thanks. Uh, Here's a question. Subject line, mid-coitus fart. (gasps) I have been there. I've been there. Is the guy's name? Um, Jake. (laughs) Let's cut to the chase. I fart a lot. My farts are like wild beasts and are best left to roam free across the plains. But when treating girls daily, nightly, and ever so rightly, I have to cage the beast. And it grows angry. (laughs) Holding one fart is okay. Another, and there is noticeable tightness around the midriff. But after holding three farts, the pain begins. It fucking hurts. It's okay to go to the toilet once. They don't usually care, but soon after, the excuses become thinner and thinner, and I'm struggling to make up realistic reasons in the moment. I'll sometimes go to the bathroom and just fart continuously for seven or eight seconds. We're not talking about loud, rasping shouters, but full, floodgate-open, maximum-diameter gushes of gas. Jesus. (laughs) When she falls asleep, when she falls asleep, Sometimes I try, to, I try the side duvet waft, but I'm conscious that's the more, that the more I do this, the more I risk terraforming the room. I'm actually proud of my farts, <laughs> but wish there was a valve to turn it off during sex, so I don't have to trip to the bathroom every time a fart beast tries to rip itself out of my English anus. Have you guys ever experienced this? What are, solutions? What are the solutions I so desperately need? Thanks, boys. Love Jake. Gee whiz, man. I didn't realize it was that I didn't... serious. Yeah, it was like a, a fucking gas leak. It's funny. I have, I've held farts in before, but I've never like separated it as like, all right, I've held one fart and now it's waiting at the door. Oh, I just held in another yeah. fart and that one's waiting. Oh, they're, now they're all pushing. Yeah, it's like a three fucking three farts. It's three stooges trying to wedge through one door and they can't make it out. I just think of it as like a gas buildup. Yeah, <coughs> that's. You could just. Yeah, maybe you need to uh, frame it a little, like, a little easier on yourself. You know, it's just a. It's just a tiny little gas buildup, not like three people banging at a door. Yeah, I wonder if when you don't when you hold in a fart, have you had to hold in a fart recently? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I wonder where that gas goes, because when you fart, there's a nice release. And if you just squeeze, do you get the little bubbling in your stomach? Do you like to get that, and then it just sort of dissipates? Hmm. I can't really. No, I don't think so. You just sort of. But it does feel like a stress, like there's oxygen in you. Yeah, yeah, you can feel that, I guess. But I don't ever feel it like go, go, and bubble up and go a different direction. But it eventually has to go away. Like it can't just. You can't just balloon and balloon to the point where you're. I don't know, like a Oompa Loompa getting pushed away. Right. Or I mean, like the, the blueberry. What's it called? The guy that ate the blueberry? Oh, um, well, isn't it Veruca Salt that she, she turns uh, into? Oh, yeah. She turns Violet. into... And no, they, Violet. Violet turns into the yeah. blueberry that the, the Oompa Loompas roll away. Right, right. It wouldn't happen like that if you just didn't fart for a year. Well, I mean, I don't know how much gas is like in a fart. Like, how much get Is it really like a, a large... Like, if it's, you farted into a bag... Right, and it, how it was much solid... Get, like, would how much? Be, how much space does it occupy? I would think the way to figure that out is to fart into a bag. No, a balloon. Right. Well, you'd have to tie. It, yeah, you'd how have would to you have to tie get, your balloon knot to the balloon knot. Yeah. How would you get your balloon knot so so close? A tight, a tight seal. Yeah. So I thought of to that too. Anus. Really? Yeah. How? What you would do is you would have to flour your anus. Squeeze <laughs> me. You'd have to flower it. <laughs> I heard you. I don't understand what you were talking about. Like, um, do you know the shape of a flower? (laughs) How it sort of... There's so many different flowers. Starts taut at the stem and blooms up towards the sun. Yeah. Oh, see, wait. You'd sort of shape your little brown eye to be that of a tulip or a rose. You need your butt to be... That's correct. you need Inside Out. You need it. K N E A D. You need your butt <laughs> you need your butthole until it's shaped a lot like a glass or a ceramic vase? A vase of sorts, yes. And this isn't a type of thing where it's a quick fix. It's more of an erosion that shapes over time. It's so like you're doing... asking people to physically deform themselves. <laughs> like they're turning their anus into a hose. <laughs> what I'm asking is for people to physically reform themselves. It seems like it would be just as effective to put the the tie the balloon around a funnel and put the funnel into your ass. Of course. <laughs> like a small yeah, a small plastic mouthpiece or something. I, I see. mean, how how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I was just suggesting it for this guy to count, to count the gas that he's farting, yeah, to turn his ass into a pink sock. You think scientists could count the size of gas, uh, size of farts, if necessary? I Obviously, guess. I wouldn't want to take them away from cancer research, yeah, but the smartest people do, on earth... Yeah, they probably could it, but it'd be a real shame if you took them away from trying to <laughs> cure real shit, <laughs> just because right. you're curious. Well, when we're but done with that all said, that shit... said, I bet shit. somebody's done it. Yeah, when we're done with all that shit, I want to know if the, you can measure the size of farts. Right. Yeah. At After the very least... extended the life expectancy to a couple hundred years... Let's say 120. Yeah. we'll we'll take a 10-minute little break, like at Google, how you're mm-hmm. supposed to work four days and then spend one day on your own shit. Right. So this is like spend four days curing diseases, then one day measuring On my farts. shit. Yeah, my farts. <laughs> uh, so how do you fart without noticing? Well, the problem with farts is that even if you do an s, a silent guy, a silent but violenter, they can still sometimes smell. You do silent but violent. I do silent but deadly. Yeah, yeah, I do both. SBD. Yeah. Uh, so even if you get away with it in the moment, there's a chance. And you know what your farts smell like. There's sometimes there's a stinky fart, and sometimes yeah, it's not yeah. so much. But there's a chance that they'll they'll smell it. I mean, is he talking about? He said post coitus or mid coitus. Uh, he's talking about when she falls asleep. They're in bed together, and he but feels. But the, quest- the subject was mid. The subject was mid. That's correct. Well, farting while you're having sex, I think you can hold that in. It's not like it's it's super painful to hold the fart in for like this. His his gas isn't what? Oh shit! Was not any of that the gas leak up in Northern California?
0: Oh, the BP oil spill? No, no, that was the oil spill. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> of, of course.
1: <laughs> You're talking about a different the Exxon Valdez oil spill? There, uh, this is so not uh, worth my time to look up. But there was a methane gas leak <laughs> in. Oh yeah, where was that? Oh, I thought, it, I, I thought that was it's in Simi Valley. Porta something. Portola Portola Porto Ranch Porto Ranch that's exactly what it is. Yeah, that was uh, in the valley. Anyway, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so to make my joke awesome. Uh-huh. His asshole isn't the Porto Ranch. Or the gas BP oil leak. leak, the BP <laughs> oil the spill with fucking diarrhea Fucker. on a fucking seagull. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's a funnier visual than having diarrhea on a seagull. <laughs> oh no. Hey, what'd you do this weekend, Charlie? I, uh, I shit on a seagull. wet, wet style. I got the fucking runs and I shit it on a seagull, yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no. No, I diarrhea on a seagull. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got a fucking, yeah. I got a real case of the Ria's, dude, and I fucking, yeah, I shat it on a bird, dude. It looked like the goddamn Porter Ranch gas (laughs) leak. No, that was a gas leak. <laughs> looked like an oil spill man. What? <laughs> uh so I think it's more here's my thing. I think I think it's more forgivable and easily excusable and uh betterly timeable to do it during sex. Because during sex there's already noises there's stuff that's going on beyond your no, control. You do not want to ruin the mood. It's not, it's not ruining the mood. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Have you ever like, pressed your body together with someone and made a fart noise, and it's a fun little moment? Yeah, but I mean, people can, you can tell the difference between like we made that noise or you just farted. I think it's better to fart during sex than during the cuddling after sex. And I think if you're having a one-night stand, just don't do either. Mm. Unless it hurts so much, and you have to choose. What would you choose after? For sure. When she's asleep. A a quick little spoon toot. Spoon toot riot. (laughs) (laughs) Throw back a bottle of farts. (laughs) Spoon toot riot.
0: Riot.
1: I'm going fart to your fart, fart, fart. So you're saying you're the big spoon. Your anus is facing away from the lady. You wait until you hear a semblance of snoring, it can be a precious little almost silent snore. And then mm-hmm. you let out I would I would uh squeeze one of my cheeks out wide so that you can hopefully uh let out like a more of a high pitched dog whistle fart yeah. than one of those like thick loud um uh, motor boaters. I guess I would probably stay up stay awake accumulating as much uh like of the gas as mm-hmm. I can. And then go to the bathroom, what he's talking about, rip ass. Oh, the rip and then, ass. Yeah, and then go right back to bed and try to fall asleep as quickly as possible. I once read a, I think it was some sort of advice. Maybe it was a humorous advice, but I can't remember now if it was humorous advice or real advice that we were just cracking up at. It was like what to do when you have to fart on a date. And it said to go to the bathroom and get on your hands and knees because if you need to fart, the best thing to do, the gas will rise. The best thing to do is to make your asshole the tallest part of your body. <laughs> I've done that before too. <laughs> on a date or just in general? No, not on a date. Gen- just generally. Like, like if, if we- you have gas, yeah, like you'll if get on like, your knees. Uh-huh, yeah. And then just keep your ass as high as possible. Oh, yeah. And then just let it all rise out of you like a volcano. It dri- it's come. What? It's, it's, uh... It works. Yeah. Yeah, it works. it works. There is nothing better than having to fart and then, uh, g- like, just being able to... Like if you've been holding it in, and then someone leaves, and then just like, you know, cart,
0: fart oh yeah, yeah, fart blanche, yeah, yeah, fart, fart, blanche. Blanche.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you have fart blanche access yeah. to your asshole. When you, yeah, when like, I completely agree. Yeah, when one night stand or something leaves your apartment, and you just get to fart for the first time. Yeah, that is just as good as coming fart for the very first time. We should do some sort of song together, ideally with Madonna, but not necessarily so. Yeah. It's Um, about how you get to fart for the very first time when somebody leaves your apartment. Like when your fart beats. Yeah. Next to to mine. Uh, Last question for you. Do you think women fart less than men? Ooh. I think they do. But why? But how? I don't know. I don't get it. And then you hear about some people, I don't want to stereotype, but it is women, who are like, yeah, I just, I don't know, I don't fart. I fart when I go to the bathroom. Yeah. Like, that's, like, if I had to go to the bathroom to fart, I'd be there all day. <laughs> Why, well, I'd have to live in the bathroom. I'd have to sleep on the toilet, mama. You wouldn't, wa- <laughs> you wouldn't want me to eat your famous turkey lasagna, mama, on the toilet. <laughs> you know how gassy it makes me and how fartsy I become. <laughs> mama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mama, mama, I mustn't eat the lasagna on the toilet, mama. <laughs> you know how I must have it. <laughs> I'm ticklish when it comes to lasagna as well, mama. <laughs> oh, it makes me giggle, mama. Don't make me go to the bathroom to eat your lasagna and tickle myself and fart and laugh, mama. Interesting fact here. Interesting. I can't the wait average to hear it. person produces about half a liter of farts every single day. And even though many women won't admit it, women do fart just as often as men. In fact, a study has proven that when men and women eat the exact same food, women tend to have even more concentrated gas than men. Why is that? Now, why is that? Well, that is interesting. That to say that we only produce about half a liter of gas every day. Yeah, so that's half a about liter. that's a pretty underdeflated balloon. That's a. And this is facts that we can learn without uh, having to turn your asshole inside out, as Amir suggested. Well, I'm just saying, just press around the rosebud. You know, Ring Around the Rosie? You know that old childhood song? Oh, oh yeah. Sorry. I'm looking at this article about <laughs> f- farts, and it's so interesting. What else does it say? It said fragrance free farts come from swallowed air. Oh, rather than food. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Swallowed air. Healthy foods that are high in sulfate, like broccoli, cauliflower, almonds, and Brussels sprouts, lead to fouler farts. Oh, interesting. That Actually, those are the four ingredients of a really good salad. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. A lot of healthy people have very, very smelly farts. Uh, The average person farts more than 10 times a day. More than? Over 24 hours, the average person can release up to 2 liters of gas. I wonder if you fart in your sleep or you have to be awake for it. Like, will you your fart. body yeah, you fart, fart in your sleep? Yeah. Will your body fart it out for you? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, totally. Will it? Yes. You promise? <laughs> you, have you never heard people fart in their sleep? I assume they're, like, you know, trying to fall asleep or they're maybe waking up. <laughs> just for a second, just to rip ass. Yeah, I guess I've never heard have someone you've, you've in the dead had... of sleep fart. I've had some, but I've, like, woken myself up with a loud fart before. But does that mean, like, you're farting in a dream and then you force it up? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you... <laughs> You can come when you're dead asleep, so I think you can fart. (laughs) Don't get me started on that, man. You know my ideas. Uh, All right. If you have your own questions or your own theme songs, uh, (laughs) send them all to farts at fart.fart. No, if I were you, show at gmail.fart. No, sorry. (laughs) If I were you, fart. Oh, my God. If If I were you, show at gfart.mail. Mail dot mail i think i said that correctly. Uh, yeah uh the opening theme song was written by hannah and ben remember that classic jazz standard i loved it uh and this closing one is written by josh no joshua remember that guy i remember that guy he's back he wrote a couple of covers but this one's in a ridge i like that shit uh again we're going on the road so if you want to hang out with us we're going to be in austin australia uh tempe denver uh soon to be Our first show in Atlanta coming up. Oh, yes. Hasn't even been announced yet, so we shouldn't even say anything. Don't say anything. Shh. Someone's farting. (laughs) Uh, Sorry for this stinky episode. Things got pretty, pretty stinky. They really did. (laughs) A lot of fart talk, but that's okay. Oh. Uh Now fart noises. (laughs) Who's mature now, babe? We actually did shit a little bit. I saw that. Yeah, (laughs) Jake's anus is the highest point of his body, so I don't blame him. Uh, We'll be back next week with some more Q's and A's. Thanks so much for listening. Toda. Good night. Good week. Good morrow. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good fart. <laughs> I'm in a sticky situation. You see my girlfriend she's thinks I'm fucking crazy, cause I spend all day watching you two, But if you want me, I'm pretty sure you'd like it too, cause I spend all my days
0: watching these two Jews, oh baby you should try it out, I mean they have a podcast too, it's called If I...
1: I have a problem. I'm watching too much of you two guys. So I think
0: I have a problem. And I think I'm gonna be single again. Fox, baby, come back. It's just a show, it's just a show. Baby, I love you. That was a headgum podcast.